Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colo. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I think you're going to love listening to this conversation with David and Hannah Beasley, who live in Austin, Texas. I so enjoy talking with folks to hear how their top five Clifton strengths are shaping their lives, relationships, and their work, or even their calling. Hannah and David have been married almost four years and have some similar strengths with belief, intellection, and also learner. Right now, they are both enjoying working on their master's degree at Dallas Theological Seminary, which is a lot on their plate with a darling little boy in the mix, too. As you listen, you can hear how their faith and core beliefs are the foundation for their lives. They remind me of the parable about the man who built his house upon the rock. In other words, a good foundation. When the rains and the floods came, their house stood firm. Hannah has suffered with chronic illness for years, and as she shares, it's been a tool for her to cling to the Lord in tangible ways. David's tenacity in his recovery journey has drawn him to experience the Lord's grace and kindness significantly. I love hearing how their strengths and convictions are giving them both vision for their lives, their family, and also to encourage others in their journeys. If you're encouraged by this episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps others to hear about the podcast too. Hope you enjoy this conversation with David and Hannah. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. I am so excited today to chat with a darling couple that live here in Austin, David and Hannah Beasley. Welcome, y'all. Thanks, Barbara. Hi. We're glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us on. Well, this is so fun. I am excited for people to get to know a little bit about y'all and what your strengths are. And I loved getting to know you. I guess, Hannah, we first met when you were a college student at UT, would have just little little glimpses of conversation at um, weekly meeting that was there with crew, but it was so fun and such a privilege that you asked Warren and I to, to help you go through your pre-marriage counseling. That was just so great to get to be with y'all. It was, it was so fun. We loved that time. Yeah, it was a very sweet time for us. Well, and then we, uh, y'all were part of the couples group that we had for nine months, intensive discipleship group. And Y'all just brought so much and y'all were very brave to, to join in as you were newlyweds. So anyway, I'd love to start just with y'all both introducing yourself, who you are, where you live and what you do. Um, David, why don't you start? Yeah. So yeah, I'm just a little bit of context for me originally from South Carolina and moved to Austin in 2016. And I actually moved into a house that was right next door to Hannah at the time. And that's how we got to know each other. And yeah, so a little bit more about about me and, and what I do. Yeah, we currently live on the east side of Austin. And I work at a church called The Well Community Church. And I've been working here for the past couple of years. I formerly worked 
in the marketplace at a company called GLG. And at the time, that was when we were going through Dig together. And we uh, did core clarity in the, the strengths tests. Very, very helpful for me at the time. Uh, learning about more about myself and at the time being newlyweds, learning more about one another and how we are just gifted and, and wired and uniquely created. And so, yeah, we uh, have been married now for a few years and the time, just thinking back to the time when we did premarital with y'all, that was so much fun. We, we had a blast and uh, that time was very formative for us. And we've continued to be blessed from that and from all the work that you've done with these strengths tests. And so, yeah, now we've been married for a few years and we have a two and a half year old son. He'll be three actually in August, Rowan. And yeah, so that's a little bit about, about me and us. If you want to share a little more. Yeah. Hannah. Yes, I'm Hannah and we'll be a I've been married four years this summer. That's true. crazy. And I am a full-time mom to Rowan and a full-time student at Dallas Theological Seminary. So I kind of split my time between those two things. And it's a joy. I love love both those things a lot. Mm. Well, that's so fun. Y'all are just so cute. It's just fun to see you here on the little video. Well, I would love for y'all to start with just telling what your um, top five strengths are and kind of what, kind of how that's helped you understand more about yourself and even as you relate to each other and kind of in the things that you're doing now, what, how that's showing up. Mine are intellection, input, harmony, belief, and relater. And I see these in so many ways in my life. I think I'll just speak to the first two to start an election and input. So I'm naturally, I, I just am a storehouse of information <laughs> and collect information. And I love learning and um, thinking deeply about ideas and things, especially right now, scripture and theology and um, how that applies to my life and others' lives as I seek to minister to women. And so, yeah, I see that a lot. It obviously in my schooling at DTS coming out, but then also in, even in motherhood, I read about everything possible on parenting Uh and am constantly researching ideas and methods and how to just raise Rowan to love Jesus. And so I really feel like I know so much and just it's just in my brain. I don't. Is your brain about to pop sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> and then I'm always coming home and telling David, you would never believe about this. And let me tell you about this. And he is also a learner and has an election. So we just sit around and talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm really driven by relationship. And so I see really relator come up a lot. I always want to be with people and have really deep friendships. And then we both have belief. So that really plays itself out a lot. And just what we're motivated by is faith and serving the Lord, serving others. That's great. What about you, David? Yeah, my uh, top five are learner, belief, connectedness, intellection, and positivity. And learner being uh, the top one, I am also in seminary uh, currently 
uh, along with Hannah. I didn't mention that earlier, but I absolutely love to learn. And I remember whenever um, I first went through and learned about these strengths, learner being the top of mine, I thought to myself, oh, wow. Okay. That's why I, at the time I was in a job that I really enjoyed and I really appreciated. And I realized that I, at the time, got to learn about a variety of different topics at work every single day. And I loved that so much. And so when I learned this, a light bulb came on for me and I was like, oh, okay, that's why I appreciate this job is because I'm constantly getting to learn uh, about things that are, that are intellectually stimulating for me. And so it was hitting on learner, but also an election, those two strengths. And yeah, so now that I've been working in ministry for the past two years, uh, the church has allowed some flex, a good bit of flexibility, actually, for me to continue learning, not only in seminary, they've made time and space for me to get to learn, but then also I'm helping lead our recovery ministry and I'm constantly purchasing new books, new contents, listening to new podcasts and resources so I can continue learning, keep learning, keep learning. And so, yeah, that one stands out as a strength for me. And connectedness is another one. And the way that I see that is just being able to make connections between different people and their personalities and and their tendencies and behaviors. But also as I'm reading scripture and I'm going through the word, making connections between different passages and different verses and things that I'm learning there and being able to cross-reference pretty pretty easily. So yeah, in terms of belief, both of us having belief on ours, we hold very closely to our faith and that drives even our work and beyond that, our relationships and what we do in our free time. And so I think with belief and learner slash intellection being high on, on both of ours, it makes sense that we're both in seminary. We both spend so much time learning and, but also in a faith aspect because we truly believe that. And, and so that our work therefore is motivated by that. So yeah, that's a little bit about uh, a few of my strengths. What about positivity? Kind of wraps it all up with your positivity. Oh, yeah. So positivity, <laughs> that, yeah. That's a little that different than is, your other ones. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. I I can tend to be always positive and always optimistic. You're and always so optimistic. Happy. <laughs> Sometimes too optimistic. Well, and Let yeah. me give an example. Okay. We'll go on a trip. And we've had a few trips that just haven't gone very well because we've been sick and Rowan was a baby or a toddler and it just ended up feeling like a disaster for me. I'm so Mm -hmm. realistic. I'm like, that was awful. I never want to do that again. And we come home and people ask, how was your trip? (laughs) And before I can get the words out, I was like, oh, so great. (laughs) I just look at him and I'm like, what? Do you not remember? (laughs) <laughs> most most like settings that we walk away from i'm like oh that was great like yeah it was awesome time and hannah's like yeah but this happened and this happened and this happened and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. and so we we balance each other out well in that way that's funny that's well funny. i know like you 
like you both said, you're at seminary, which is really, it's just so neat that y'all are having that experience at the same time and just so like-minded and wanting to do that. How, how has that been? And I'm sure just tricky juggling life with little Rowan too, but tell me a little more about that. It's been so special. We, all the time, professors like, wow, it's amazing how you didn't do this together. It's not very often we see couples doing that. There are couples who both go to DTS or seminary or whatever, but maybe at different times. So it's really been an, a treat to sit in classes together. Not all of our classes are the same, but I do think with both of us having an election, it's really special when we get to learn the same thing and then go home and talk about it. what do you think about this? And help me process this. And I disagreed with that. And oh, why? I didn't think about that. And so it just provides so much conversation and depth for us. And I think has really driven us deeper into each other, into the Lord together. And so it's been a really unique experience. It's also been hard and long. <laughs> so we'll graduate next May and it will have been four and a half years since we started just been doing it slowly, pegging away at it with Rowan and tow. And it's just been such a treat. And DTS is a really special place. And we've really loved our time there. So I'm really thankful for it. It's like the foundation that, you know, we, we, it's just an amazing foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, we were just, actually at the graduation for Dallas Seminary. And my husband, Warren, got a few degrees there. And as newlyweds, it was a treat for us to take a lot of classes together because the wife could audit. And so I I can see just the benefit of that, like you're saying, of having get hearing the same professor teaching and doing, maybe he did more homework or I might've done more homework than he did, even though it was <laughs> an audit. But um, yeah, that's so special to have that connection. And, and I'm sure I imagine y'all kind of talk in more depth about things than Warren and I do, because I don't have an election. He does, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's so inspiring to, to think about kind of just laying that foundation for whatever is ahead for both of you in your lives, in your ministry. And so hats, hats off to you in, in doing that. It'll be a big accomplishment. Well, also you mentioned that you both have belief as a strength. And I, I'm curious, like what that really looks like. Um, I mean, you kind of alluded to it, but even like what you both really pound the table about, like, what are your convictions that, that really shape a lot of what you do? Mm -hmm. We're really driven by faith. Obviously that's kind of a given for us, but I think our love for Jesus and desire to serve him probably like the core thing that drives us. We also have a really core value of family and family discipleship too. But I think just wanting to parent well and co-parent together and be on the same team and, and do that with our foundation of faith. But yeah, we've really, we're really motivated by that value of family and wanting to spend time together and love on Rowan intentionally and so like that. And then for me, <laughs> like we're just both really passionate about a lot of random things, <laughs> but also I think I see that in different things we've struggled with. So for me, I've 
struggle with some health problems. So I'm really passionate about suffering, caring for people who are suffering. I'm passionate about non-toxic living and and our healthcare system and stuff like that, doctors, medical world. So anyone who will listen, I'll talk their ear off on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And and for me, just to piggyback on what she was saying, from my side of the coin on belief, um, I struggled with an addiction for many years and bringing that into marriage and then now you know, wanting to bring others along and, and really believing in, in what I've seen work and bring healing and, and freedom for me and how the Lord has used even certain ministries, processes and tools to bring healing and, and freedom and restoration in our marriage. And I have a hard time not making my job become that. Uh, helping other people because I believe in it so much. And I want to, I want to see people restored in their relationships to Christ, to one another, even to themselves. And, and so I, I, I strongly believe in that. And I think also relationships is another belief that, and that kind of pours over into some of Hannah's like relator in the connection area, but we just have a high value of friendship and especially Hannah. And we, you know, that's one of the things we want to orient our life around in addition to family and, and being able to continually learn and, and our faith is relationships. How can we continue to invest in people and do life together with others? So, yeah, I think even just an example and my job comes to an end in the next couple of months and I'm considering starting up a coaching role so that I can help others heal from addiction. And so, uh, yeah, but in terms of selecting a job, figuring out what is next, if I'm going to do coaching, whatever it may be, we filter our decisions oftentimes through our beliefs. And so how is the next opportunity for our family going to help us invest in family, invest in relationships, invest in learning, invest in our faith. So, yeah. That's great. I, I love just seeing practicality of it. Like, even though you might take it for granted, just knowing those are your beliefs, but just that you are, that you can name them and that you know that you're living your life intentionally regarding what those beliefs are and convictions and so it's really awesome just to hear hear that because you know a lot of people spend a lot of years wandering around in life like what should I do and what do I care about and y'all aren't on that path (laughs) so well Hannah I know even as we've talked over the years just um, a lot of like you mentioned a lot of your journey is related to your health and suffering what what are some of the things that god's been showing you i know it's just been a really long and hard journey yeah yeah it's hard to sum it all up but i've dealt with chronic disease for 14 years now is when it really started although it's gotten significantly worse as i've gotten older and only more recently have more words to, you know, diagnoses or 
things to call it, though even that is still, we've tried all the things and don't have tons of relief. And so it's a long suffering for sure. But I think my strength of belief um, is so helpful in that because even just looking back, I'm amazed by how God has sustained me and my faith for so long when there were seasons it would have been really easy to just throw the towel in and say I'm done and seasons where I was tempted to do that. But I just in my conviction that like Jesus is real and life with him is worth it is so strong that I really cannot imagine anything without him and following him. And so, yeah, he's just wired me toward faith and um, yeah, just this unwavering steadiness towards life with him, which is really amazing. And I'm really thankful for that. But he's, yeah, he's taught me a lot. And I think there've been different seasons of kind of having more of like a rebellious heart towards it. Like, Lord, I don't want this. Or why have you chosen this for me? And more recently, I've been in a season of acceptance and I've had other seasons of acceptance. So it just really comes in waves. But I think season of like, okay, Lord, this is what you've asked me to steward. And obviously we can continue to pray for healing and ask that that would be what he has for me on this side of heaven. And we work really hard towards that with doctors and medicine and all that. And also knowing that he could free me from this if that was what he chose to do today. But today he hasn't. And so how can I steward this suffering for his glory? And I think it's just, yeah, pointing people to the fact that he's good and that he loves me and that this is his plan. And so that's all I can see for today. And they're really hard days and days when I, it's hard to get out of bed and it hurts and I don't want to care for a toddler and all of that. But um, really thankful for David. I think he, and I think belief plays into this too positivity probably, but he's just so servant hearted and so really has a heart towards serving me and our family and being incredibly aware, emotionally and in tune to what is going on and what I need. And really it was like exactly what I needed in a spouse to navigate that well. So thankful. Thank you for sharing that. I know even just being with y'all, your first year marriage, it's like from from the get-go, I mean, it was even before you got married, but even just that first year of a lot of pain and suffering. And I just admire both of you as you have been clinging to the Lord in in these different waves of what that's looked like. Is there any particular passages or even people or stories as you read in God's Word that you just kind of hang out in or really encourage you? in your suffering? Hmm, That's a great question. Um, I love Habakkuk 3. It's one of my favorites where the prophet is, he's just been going to the Lord and kind of questioning him. And then and the Lord responds. And then at the end in the third chapter, he comes to this place of praise. And he's like, even if all these things are wrong. So in that context, it was like, even if, there's no fruit on the vine, even if there's no rain, even if the animals are gone. I, I'm 
butchering it, but <laughs> he's like, even if all these things are going wrong, I will cling to you and I will praise you. And he says, you make my feet like the deer. You make me tread on the high places. And it's just like a beautiful prayer of praise in the midst of really hard judgment and questioning the Lord and how he's working in that way. So that's definitely one of my favorites. There's a lot of like Psalms that I cling to, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I admire both of you and just how you keep pressing on and trusting him and in those things. David, like you said, kind of your time is um, at the church is wrapping up. Is there anything else? Um, Sounds like you're kind of in a, a spot of just waiting and trusting him for what's next or anything else that's on the horizon? Yeah. As Hannah said, we have another year left of seminary. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm considering stepping into a coaching, particular sex addiction recovery coaching. I don't know if I clarified that earlier, but with my addiction, yeah, struggling for 17 years with an addiction to pornography and um, sex addiction, and then bringing that into marriage and that causing a really a catastrophe in marriage, but the Lord bringing redemption and renewing and uh, restoring trust. And it's been a beautiful thing. And so I feel like over the past couple of years, he's equipped me to help other men heal in that area, just going through a a variety of different uh, processes, groups, recovery trainings. And yeah. And so I, I want to step in, in my next season of uh, what the Lord has for me, I believe He's calling me into that to to continue to help other men find freedom. I, it may be coaching; it could be some other position at a church. I'm trying to be open handed, praying about what's next. But yeah, I do think with my belief being so high, I want to continue to to be in that area and to help help others uh, break free. And and so yeah, we'll see what the Lord has in store. I'm. At the beginning of this season of transition, at first I was like, ah, like what's coming next? I'm, you know, anxious and and fearful, but the Lord has used this time to really refine me and strengthen my faith in him, my relationship with him, and has used it as an opportunity for me to really lean in and press in and grow in him. And so that's been really sweet and unexpected during this time. So I, I, I'm in a heart posture right now where I'm really trusting him with what's next. So we'll see. Well, it's been so good too to have conversations of like, what do we really want our family to be about? And what do we want to have time for? And how can we pursue a role or a job or career or whatever that's going to allow for our beliefs, you know, yeah. these like core values. So yeah, it's been a good mm-hmm. season. But. Yeah. Well, y'all are both just so dear and it's, I just appreciate you taking time to kind of give a little glimpse into your lives and who you are and the things that matter to you. And I think it's, it is just exciting to see how just you both want to, to be available for God to use you in these, these ways that he's wired you and even stewarding your story and your suffering. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So, well, I have one last question for both of you. Um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? 
definitely Rowan. (laughs) The other day we uh, were out front and he started chasing a lizard and then he caught it and it was dangling by the tail. And I got a picture right before the tail came off the lizard. There was blood and (laughs) (laughs) he was just giggling out the wazoo. And those are the moments that. You know, yeah, like, that's, that's so sweet. You never want to forget. Um, yeah. So yeah. definitely Rowan. Every day we're laughing at him uh, <laughs> and with him. But as he's figuring out language, how to say certain things and engage with the world, it's been bringing, I feel like, constant joy into our household. Mm. He, positivity is. It, Does he I have mean, that one? Be, it's got to be his highest. <laughs> <He's>, oh, that's <laughs> fun. Positivity and woo. And woo, yes. <laughs> uh, That's great. Yeah, he just loves engaging with people and he gets so excited about the world and getting to view the world through his eyes and his mind is just, um, it's a its a gift. It's just a joy. Yeah. joy. Oh, so fun. Well, I loved seeing him the other day when we ran into y'all. He's so darling. I mean, that age is just so cute. Mm. So. Well, thank you both for um, being with me here today on Embrace Your Strengths. And I appreciate you making time. So thank you. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks, Barbara. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.